We'll go ahead and get started with this morning's Verizon IndyCar Series team media availability, joined now by the Andretti Autosport drivers ready for the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg this weekend and specifically qualifying today. Marco, we'll go ahead and start with you driving the number 98 Ruoff Home Mortgage slash Curb Honda for Andretti Autosport. You mentioned yesterday in your quote that you're fairly confident heading into qualifying, that the times were, were similar to what you were looking for, that a red flag came out and kind of you, you were happy with the lap times that you were seeing before then. Take us through that, that practice and also what you're expecting from qualifying today. Um, yeah, I mean, you want to be quickest, but I think, you know, we were on a lap to be six or seven. So we're trying to not overreact um, to the changes overnight and kind of look at it like we're six or seven because we just had one, one turn left. So, um, you know, we're, we're a change or two away, but I think we're, we're happy with the progress and, and the start. Practice one was a bit of an eye-opener for everybody with the really low grip. Um, you know, even the guys that were happy, was uh, it was a handful for them. So, um, you know, the grip's slowly coming up. We'll see what practice three brings. Alexander Rossi driving the number 27 Napa Auto Parts Honda for the team. Alex, I want to give you an opportunity to, of course, take us through your practice sessions yesterday and what you're expecting from qualifying. But obviously, a lot of off-track storylines going on for you, finishing up with The Amazing Grace, but also announcing a podcast with James Hinchcliffe earlier this week. If you could address all of those items. All right. Um, so first of all, yeah, practice yesterday uh, was was pretty good for the whole team. I think. I mean, obviously, the pace is in the car um, w with Ryan. So, you know, I think it's just about putting it together. I think a lot of people make a big step forward overnight. Uh, yesterday was very surprising for all of us. So it was kind of just finding our feet and, and seeing, you know, what we need uh, from the car, what we need from ourselves, and, and just how to execute getting the lap time out of it. So today will be interesting, for sure. I look forward to seeing uh, where it all stacks up in, in a couple hours here. Amazing race. Glad it's over. I think I've said everything that can be said about that. I'm glad I had the opportunity to do it, and hopefully everyone was, was happy with how Connor and I uh, represented the series, and glad we made it on 11 out of 12 episodes, and I think that was, that was a success. Off track with Hinch and Rossi um, is very exciting, actually. Uh, it, it's going to replace Mayor and Air. Uh, I think in a, in a lot better way um, in terms of what we're doing in, with guests and, and getting really involved in things outside of motorsports and expanding to people who are professionals in, in their own field, whether it's sports, arts, entertainment, and I think it'll be a, a very cool thing. And all of you need to subscribe on castbox.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks. Awesome. Also joined by Zach Veach driving the number 26 Group 1001 Honda for the team. Zach, we're hearing so much from, from several of the drivers, some of your fellow rookies as well, that it's just a fantastic year to be a rookie in the series. Do you agree with that, and especially after your, your first two practice sessions? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, anytime being a rookie in IndyCar is a, a good thing, right? Um, but yeah, it's just trying to find my way is uh, we're, you know, obviously the team's doing a great job with the cars. It's just working on the details for me as we get more time. But uh, yeah, I mean, loving the experience. I've always really enjoyed St. Petersburg, and it's been good to me in the past. So hoping to find a little more speed today. I think um, we should have been a little higher up, but, you know, with 24 cars, it's it's funny. You go from Indy Lights to having eight cars, and finding a gap is pretty much the easiest thing in the world. To having, you know, 24 Indy cars, it, it gets pretty tough. So, yeah, just hopefully we have a better run this morning. We can find some clean track on our own and, and really see where we're at. We spoke with Ryan Hunter driving the number 28 DHL Honda yesterday, so 
We'll spare you taking us through your practice sessions again, Ryan, but specifically looking forward to qualifying. What are you expecting, not only from your own car, but just from the field and the session in general? Uh, you know, we're just, we're, the four of us got together last night. We're, we're coming up with some, uh, some direction changes that we want to do with the setup. And, um, you know, that's the great thing about having four cars at Andretti Autosport that we're well together is that we can, uh, we can hopefully move forward and uh, continue to progress. But um, as these guys said, I don't think anybody was really that happy with the car yesterday. It's a handful. Um, everybody's out there wheeling it, so we've got a lot of work to do today, no doubt about it, and um, it's going to be tough to find that gap. That's probably the biggest challenge in qualifying is going to be to find the right gap and make sure that you're unimpeded throughout the run because that, that could be a weekend changer in many ways. So it's new for all of us. We're, we're learning every day, and, um, you know, it's, it, it kind of does feel like an extended te test session So in many ways, so we'll see. We'll go ahead and open up for questions. We do have wireless mics around the room. If you could please wait for the microphone for our transcript. And we'll start over here on the end. Hi, Alex. Uh, from uh, Thibaut Villemont from Auto Outdoor in France. Last year, you clearly stepped up your game. Do you think you would be able to fight for the title this year? Clearly, you have the tools. Yeah, I think I have the tools, for sure. Um, you know, I think the team's made a made a, a very good step forward so far from what we've seen um, from 2017, which was a huge improvement on 2016. I think Honda's done an amazing job um, with their development this winter as well. Um, so I think, yeah, everything is is shaping up that way. But you know, you can't just say that. There's there's a whole lot of work ahead of us. I think um, all four of us have have great cars and, and a great team around us, and it's really up to us to, to execute at this point. Uh, Zach, Jim Tomlin, St. Petersburg, or Tampa Bay Times, sorry. Um, what, uh, you, you're obviously a rookie uh, in a team with uh, three veteran drivers. Uh, what, can you describe your learning curve going into this season? Yeah, well, always learning. I mean, uh, there's something to take away from three different uh, styles every time we come off the track, and I think that's a, that's a big benefit. It's just so much information's in front of you, you just got to process it, and I think that's been the, the big thing. And you know, just uh, hearing these guys talk, especially as Ryan was saying, at the end of the day, we always always get together and we have big group debriefs. And just hearing, you know, what they have to say about the car goes a long way because as a rookie, you're you're dealing with some things and you're like, ah, oh, this can't be normal. And then, you know, it's the same thing they're dealing with. So hearing that kind of come back and forth is just helps build your confidence of that's what this car is going to be like and, and, and what you got to do with it to make it a little bit better. Guys, how much of this is going to be like an evolutionary process throughout the entire season during learning this car? Or do you feel at some point you're going to get comfortable enough with it that you're going to be able to understand what it's going to do? It's, I mean, how long is it going to take? Uh, for me, it's going to be an all-year all process, but I think that's just from an experience standpoint. But I'll let Ryan touch on that maybe about the car development. Yeah, we, you know, I hate to keep saying the same answer and over and over, but we don't really have an idea of what we, we have in, in front of us. We've had three days as a team at Sebring turning right, and now we're at St. Pete. So that's, that's it. Uh, we don't know what we're going to have at Long Beach. We don't know what we're going to have when we get to a road course. Uh, you know, obviously we're all thinking about Indy. We have zero idea what to have there or what we're going to expect there. So um, we're waiting and seeing just like all of you, and we're taking it in stride as we go. It's, it's a moving target. Don't know. Other questions? Mary. Uh, being that the 
Universal Aero Kit is new this year. I'm still not clear on what the teams can put on, take off. You all have the same parts. So are there any options, like for a road course setup? Is everything the same on the front wing, the rear wing? I mean, what, what can you do as a team? You can do little things. Um, there, there are parts to, to move around and, and different builds, um, but there's not many. So I think everyone pretty much finds the best one and, and ends up on the same thing. So I think there's, there's little things that you can do, uh, you know, at Phoenix, possibly once we get to a road course like, like a Road America, but um, we haven't been there. So like Ryan said, we've only done Sebring and Phoenix in here. So we haven't even touched on super speedways or road courses yet. So we are probably not the team to ask. Ask the teams that have six more days. Other questions? Gentlemen, thank you very much. Good luck this weekend.